Several of you commented that today would be an easy day for me because you didn't think I was preaching. But I have been put on notice that I have to be really brief this morning because you didn't come to hear me preach. You came to hear our beautiful choir and the orchestra lead us in worship. So I just want to take a brief moment to talk a little bit about the subject matter of our cantata for today. It's about Mary. It's about the Magnificat. It's about the song that Mary sings in the Scripture that you just heard read before you. Now the first time we see Mary in Luke's Gospel, an angel visits her, the angel Gabriel, to tell her that she is about to be the mother of the Messiah, the Savior of the world. Now in the translation that we most often use here in our church, when Mary finds out that she's going to be the mother of Jesus, our translation says that she was perplexed and then she pondered it. But if you prefer the New International Version, instead of perplexed and pondered, it says she was troubled and she wondered. If you like the New Jerusalem translation of the Bible, she wasn't perplexed and pondered. She wasn't uh, troubled and wondered. She was deeply disturbed. That sounds more like it, doesn't it? In fact, if you take the Greek word that three different translations of the Bible have translated differently, uh, the best Greek scholars say that that word really means uh, deeply disturbed in an ongoing way. What that means is, is that when Mary first heard that she was going to be the mother of Jesus, she didn't move quickly, then, well, let it be so. She was disturbed. She was perplexed. She was troubled. She was deeply agitated. And yet, in our Scripture lesson today, things seem to have changed a little bit. You know, after Mary had the visit from the angel Gabriel, uh, she immediately took out her phone and texted her friends. Or, or, or maybe she FaceTimed them so she could actually see them as she talked to them. Or maybe if you're over the age of 40, she picked up the landline phone and called. No, Mary didn't do any of those things because they weren't available to her then. She did the only thing that a woman in her day could have done if she wanted to share what she just experienced, what she just heard from this angel. She had to physically travel and go seek out someone to talk to. And we're told that Mary sought out Elizabeth. Why did she go to Elizabeth? Well... It's another sermon for another day, but Elizabeth herself has had a pretty miraculous pregnancy. And now she's um, going to give birth to John the Baptist, the one who was to pave the way for Jesus. 
I'm guessing Mary went to see Elizabeth because she knew if anybody would understand about weird, miraculous pregnancies, she would understand. And when she gets there and she visits Elizabeth and Elizabeth greets her, Mary begins to sing. Her song, which was uh, so beautiful and wonderful, her willingness, her readiness to be the mother of Jesus, that's an entirely different feel than when she first heard those words that she was going to be His mother and she was troubled, she was perplexed, she was agitated, she was disturbed. What happened? How did she go from being troubled and disturbed and perplexed to filled with joy? I want to suggest to you, time. Waiting. She had, a, she had time to think about what had happened. She had time to process what had been told to her. She had time to discuss it with friends who knew exactly the kind of miraculous thing that she was experiencing. It was that time, that waiting, that pondering that allowed Mary to go from mere acceptance to joy and to praise. It is that joy of Mary's heart. It is that song that she sang that is the theme of our cantata today.